Welcome to the Joplin and Andrea podcast, where we have a special podcast for you this month, live from Honduras, with an emphasis on teen ministry. We're going to be interviewing some Honduras teens who have been impacted through our programs here, and a couple of team members from the U.S. who have traveled with us this week on the mission field. Thanks for joining us. This is the Joplin and Andrea podcast. Well, guys, welcome to the Joplin and Andrea podcast from Honduras, and we've got a fun show. We're going to be focusing today on our teenagers and how our organization uh, focuses some of what we do on trying to uh, minister to teens, whether it's on the receiving end, which uh, we're going to be talking with a couple of the teens that have been... um, out in Kanoa where we started five years ago and have been able to witness our program for the last five years. We're going to talk to them and let them talk to you. And then we've got a couple of team members who are with us this week, serving with us here in Lempira, Gracias Lempira, uh, Kayla Koske out in the mountains. And we're going to ask them a little bit about their experience and how um, this has impacted their faith. So, Andrea, where, what do you want to do? Where do you, how do you want to get started? All right, let's get started with um, the girls that have came with us here this week, um, new to the area. And we have Anna, who it's actually um, Anna's second trip here to Honduras with us. And so, um, Anna, speak to the second time that you've been able to travel with us and um, maybe the differences between the first and second trip and just how it has impacted you this round. So the first trip, I really did not know what to expect. I was super excited um, and was so excited just to meet our sponsor kids and to experience a mission trip because I'd never been before. And so the second time coming in, it was really good to know what to expect and to already have relationships here and to be able to see the kids and see the people and the translators even and just reconnect with people and just see how things have changed and what God's done in people's lives over the past year. Awesome. Love that. Love hearing that she likes to see too how things have changed because it is crazy. Sometimes we come here and a year brings a whole lot of change. And so it's, it, that's very neat to see. And um, today we, are, we have Tia with us as well. And it is actually her first trip. And um, not only was it her first trip, but she was um, invited on this trip 24 hours before takeoff. And so um, she's probably got a whole lot to say about even just getting here. But Tia, speak to that, like how um, maybe even just the timing of the last minute and you being able to go, like just just share a little bit about the opportunity for you to go and the way it came about. Yeah, it was definitely a whirlwind of things happening at one time. But um, when I first got the, the phone call saying that I was going, I felt so blessed and I had been praying for to God um, about whether or not like it be his purpose and his will if I should go or if I do not um, and so it was just very meaningful and it was just a reassurance thing for him to say Tia you are meant to be there you are meant to go on this trip um, and it was a blessing <laughs> um, it was crazy but <laughs> it was a blessing um, and I'm glad to be here and um, honestly I didn't really know what to expect um, <laughs> 
I, I had a lot of emotions running through my mind, like, oh, like, I gotta, I gotta pack, I gotta, like, get my mind right, like, I'm leaving my country for, like, the first time, and I'm traveling by myself without my parents for the first time, so it was, it was a lot, but um, I knew that's where God wanted me to be, and um, it was a blessing. So uh, one of the questions that I would have for you, this being your first um, time on the mission field, what's it, you know, what's it been like? What, what have you liked? Is there anything you haven't liked? Um, but what, what have you liked about it and how has it impacted you this week? Yeah, so one of the big things in Animission is like the connections that we are making. And um, whether that be with like the translators, the kids that we see, um, even the teachers at school, um, and even like team members that I've known for years now, but I'm just getting to connect really well with them. And so the connections that we are making is one huge thing for me. Um, I do not have anything that I dislike about this trip, um, but it's it's been great. Awesome. Well, we're glad you're able to come. We'll come back to these girls here in a little bit. Let's uh, kind of take a little bit of focus here to um, these young ladies. So I want to take a moment to introduce these two young ladies to our listeners. Uh, first, we have Lurbeen here. Quantos años tienes? Lurbin is 16 years old. You too. And Sadie is 17 years old. And so we've known these girls now for five years. Um, in fact, when we very first came, we had to make kind of like a line in the sand where at what age do we um stop allowing kids to enter the program during the first year and let me explain why originally our plan was to get kids through the sixth grade and so if we started letting kids year one um, enter in the fifth grade they were only going to be in the program for a year before they aged out of it and so we didn't want to connect sponsors with kids that they were going to have to in that relationship after a year these young ladies were part of that group that wanted to be in the program and were one year too old and one of the things that we've done is we've just built a bond with them anyways uh, we we've brought them their school supplies so that they could continue to go to school uh, they are currently in high school one of the few uh, sets of girls that you'll find in high school out in the area that we're in we hope our program will bring many more of that. But they've been able to witness our program uh, firsthand. They've got siblings in our program firsthand, and we're going to ask them a little bit about their experience and how us just simply being in their community from their perspective, you know, has it helped. So um, let's get that interview started. I'll let you do the talking. Sounds great. Um, I'll direct the first question at Sadie. And um, Sadie, maybe just share with us a little bit about um, your thoughts on Extra Mile Missions being able to come in and be a part of your community and also a part of your family with having sponsors come and um, being able just to connect with them and um, relate with them on a different level. Dice que ella quiere que le cuente cómo ha sido para usted el programa que ellos tienen de Extra Mile Missions 
que cómo ha impactado su familia, que cómo ha eh, impactado su comunidad y qué es lo que usted piensa de que es, cómo le ha ayudado a, a sus hermanos y eso. Bueno, es una, eh, es una ellos eh, les dan una ayuda muy buena a los niños porque ellos les dan las útiles para ir a la escuela. Eh, ha sido una bendición de Dios para todos porque ayuda a muchas familias, eh, las ha mejorado, los niños van a la escuela, los que no podían ir hoy van. Eh, ha ido creciendo mucho porque cuando ellos empezaron a venir, eh, yo estaba en, en sexto grado. Eh, hoy ya estoy en el, en, estoy sacando un bachillerato en salud y ya estoy en segundo año. Uh, well, it has been a big help what you do because you give supplies to all the kids and you get them to go to school and it's a big blessing for all the families because you help them and, and you make them better like when they can go to school because some of them cannot go to school and she says that when you came here the first time she was too old she was in sixth grade and now she's in high school he's in like in 11th grade and she's to study uh, health a bachelor health yes. <laughs> and yeah it's a big blessing to have you here it's awesome. um let's see our next question will go to lubrin and lubrin maybe share just a little bit about um your experience with being able to do more with school just because extra mile missions has been able to maybe come help provide backpack supplies um for for you for your siblings um what just share a little bit more about how maybe that's been helpful que quiere que comparta como lo que ellos hacen ha sido de ayuda para ustedes así como que les dan la mochila para que puedan ir a la escuela a usted y a sus hermanos en qué en qué les ayuda a ustedes eh, bueno, los ayuda mucho porque eh, a veces que no tiene uno el esfuerzo porque cuando ellos los empezaron a ayudar estaba yo en sexto grado. Eh, bueno, lo sirvió mucho eso porque eh, la mochila que ellos los dan eh, los ayuda a que nosotros los motivemos más a, a seguir en nuestros estudios. Eh, igual a, a mis hermanos también les ayuda bastante eh, ellos siguen estudiando y estudiando para lograr los, sus sueños okay. um, it's a big help what you do she says that also she was in sixth grade when you came here the first time and when you give them the school supplies and the backpack eh, they feel motivated to keep studying, to keep in school. Uh, she, her brothers, they feel motivated and they are uh, hoping to get their dreams come true. También ayuda mucho en la mochila porque eh, los útiles que vienen en la mochila como los lápices, los cuadernos, ya son cosas que uno no las compra. She says it's uh, a big help because they don't have to buy the pencils or the notebooks it's sometimes things that they cannot buy because they don't they know how how to afford it también o sea tanto como a nosotros los ayudan eh, han ayudado muchas familias allá donde nosotros eh, las familias se sienten orgullosas y agradecidas con ellos porque cuando vienen 
eh, alegran todos los niños y sienten una motivación cuando ven que los van a ir a visitar y todo, porque eh, ya saben que le, ellos les traen útiles mm -hmm. y todo. Uh, it's not that you're helping just them, but you're helping a lot of families in the community. And the kids, they all get really happy when they know that you're coming here. And mm -hmm. the families that know that, they're, that you're going to visit them, they get uh, really excited that you're going to visit them because uh, all the time you bring something for them. And they're always excited and glad for the backpack and the supplies. <laughs> All right, let's go back to um, our team members here um, with some specific questions as it relates to your faith. And, um, you know, Anna probably has had some more time to think about this because this is her second trip and uh, Tia is here for her first time. But one of the reasons that we're passionate about trying to get high school students on mission trips is because statistically, a high school student, a Christian who is already serving the Lord in church, raised in church, that, that high school student is four times, 400% more likely to be in church when they're 20 years old, two years after high school, if they have served in a mission trip um, at some point before leaving high school. That's a big number. Four times is a big number. And so, you know, sort of like, why is that? You know, these are the, both the girls sitting here with us today, already Christians, have known the Lord for a, a quite some time. They're serious about their faith. And so I kind of want to hear from you two, right? You already love the Lord. It's not like you came over here and became a Christian. Part of the reason you are here is because you love the Lord and you want to serve the Lord. But has doing something like this, has it impacted you in a way that you can express that's meaningful? Has it mattered at all to you and your faith? So for me, coming on a mission trip was life-changing. Um, you know, everyone would come back from a mission trip and be like, oh, you're not the same whenever you get back. And it's like, okay, you know, that's awesome. But then you're like, how is this going to actually affect me? So after coming, um, you just really see how blessed you are and as far as like impacting your faith like I mean going on a mission trip you're taking scripture literally and you know going out and preaching the gospel to people who otherwise may not hear it and to be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus is an incredible thing it's not always easy um, but it's so rewarding and ever since I came last year I've just been looking forward to coming back and there's just something so special about being on a mission trip that it causes you just to shift your focus and to really you know like why you're even here you know in this different country like what your goals are and just to really connect with God on a level that whenever you're back home you don't always maybe make the time to um, just you know separate yourself and really get in the headspace and heart space that you need to be um, for me personally and like last year like I was you know, like praying about some things and really like hoping like a mission trip I was like okay like God like I need you to like show me what I'm supposed to do here because I need some answers and that was my prayer and I got my answer through it and just how you know changing your place and your mindset really does help you to just see things clearer 
and to hear from God. And as far as impacting my faith, going out and like to the world with others, um, where we live, our culture is not super diverse, but to be in a completely different culture and just to like worship with people who are speaking a completely different language than us, but to still feel the presence of God was so hmm. powerful for me. I just remember being in the first church service and there was like a couple of songs like I could pick up and like I knew what they were singing, but others like you didn't know the words, but you knew they were singing by Jesus. And so it was just really cool to see how that, you know, language barriers are no problem for God. Mm-hmm. You know, he transcends all and like his love is a universal thing. And so it was just really eye-opening to see that because, you know, you hear about that and it's like you believe the scripture, but until you really see that in action, it makes it totally different for you. Awesome. Tia, what about you? How is, you know, you've been here for about five days now. <laughs> uh, but how has this um, stirred your faith at all, if it has? Yeah, it definitely has. And I second everything Anna just said. Um, one big thing for me is that I, my friends knew that I was a Christian. Like, I would always say that I was a Christian. Like, I am a Christian. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily, um, you know, tell somebody like, Hey, like, do you specifically like know the Lord? Um, do you want to join me for like Bible study or just like reading some verses and stuff and going through this experience and like getting to be with like the kids and like Anna said, the language barrier, but we still know and we still feel the Holy Spirit and presence. And so I think one thing that I'm going to take back is just like asking that person, hey, do you want to come worship with me? Do you want to come read this Bible lesson that I have? Like, I will be actively trying to get other people to come and worship. So that's one thing that I've definitely taken away from this. That's awesome. That's been my experience that a lot of people that travel, whether it's teens or adults alike, that um, sometimes that step of that week on the mission field, it translates to being a little bit more active about just your faith back at home generally. Um, I have one last question. I don't know if you have any more, but I have one last question for these girls. And the question is this. It, most of us have about anything we want or need in America. And sometimes growing up in that culture, um, there's so many things we take for granted that we don't even know that we do. There are a lot of things that we think are more important than they really are. And sometimes coming and seeing the way that you know, other people are living uh, can be a wake-up call. And it can sometimes really help reset the button on like, wait a second, a lot of the stuff that I, mattered so much to me doesn't really matter. Did either of you experience anything um, like that in just being here and experiencing this where you kind of thought to yourself, maybe I don't have it as bad as I thought I did? Yeah, um, one thing that was very special in the suite was my kid that I sponsored. He had a lollipop that his mom gave him. And um, he saw me, and he went back to his mom, and he brought me this piece of candy. And I was like, here, like, in America, where we pretty much have anything we have ever wanted, um, most people are not that giving. Most people do not give. Most people say, hey, this is, like, you know, my last piece of candy. I don't, uh, 
it's mine. Mm -hmm. um, but these kids are not like that in any way. They will give the clothes off their back, and when they have so little, they are still willing to give. And some of us in America and stuff, we can have the most of the most, but we are not willing to give. And I think that just really spoke to, with me um, about how I need to increase my giving to others. So for me, every time I've came here, just seeing the people and how they live, and it's a wonderful experience, but just really makes you grateful for what you do have. Um, it causes you just to have a grateful heart and to, like Tia said, with being more giving towards people and just realizing how blessed you truly are and not taking things for granted so much of just, you know, like simple things that we don't even think about, you know, like clean water even. And you come here and you realize that that's not something that these people have access to. And just realizing how blessed you are and like the gifts that God gives you to be able to use those to bless others, just to, you know, be a blessing in their life. And it may seem so small, like, cause you know, you're like, okay, like we sponsor a kid, you know, like this is awesome. But until you really come and see how big of an impact you're having in your their life, you don't realize how much something small can be turned into something so big. And so just seeing that was awesome the first time especially, but even still the second time, just seeing that in action and it just is a wonderful experience. Awesome. I just wanted to share a quick testimony real quick. Um, last week, the team that we had here, we had just talked about how you're not actually here by accident, but you're here by divine appointment. And um, we had a testimony of, um, it was actually my daughter had came here last summer um, for a mission trip and she works at a restaurant and she had been gone for a whole week. And so she has regular people that come in there on a normal basis and eats dinner um, and they had noticed she had been gone. And so, you know, just asking the guy said, well, where have you been? And she said, Honduras. And he said, well, were you on vacation? What were you doing? And she said, no, uh, my parents have a nonprofit and we go there and we help um, get kids backpacks and shoes and do programs. And, and he's like, really? I mean, it just took him by surprise. And, um, you know, she didn't think much of it. She just kind of let it go. Well, he came back in again the next time or two weeks later and he began to ask more questions. And he was like, well, tell me a little bit more about this. Like, what did you do there? You know, why, why do you go there? and um, just her being able to be a testimony the hands and feet exactly like you guys were just saying um, the excitement about just the ministry and what it was doing um, enabling kids to go to school and enabling kids to you know um, just have that relationship and, and learn and grow and uh, just all the different things that we're able to come in the community and do and so anyway it was neat about six months passed and he reconnected with her and he said, can I get the information for that? He said, do you think your parents would let my son go? And so last week we actually were able to take his son with us here to Honduras. And it was all through the hands and feet of, you know, just the messenger that God sent that day. And so it is so important that we are all doing our part because we might be that very piece that ends up helping someone else decide that they want to come down and check out missions or get involved somewhere or even if it's not with extra mile missions just be a part of missions in general doing something to just help see what god has for them do you have any other questions for these two girls um the only other question that i was going to have them answer was i was curious if they could tell us just a little bit about high school they currently are doing high school on Saturdays in Honduras. They have a program where they can do schools on Saturday, do school on Saturday, and then they take the homework home um, during the week. But maybe they could speak to that a little bit because I'm not even overly familiar with what their normal week looks like, how much homework they have. Um, so if, if maybe they both wanted to share a little bit about it. 
Eh, dice que si pueden compartir cómo es el colegio para ustedes, porque como ustedes van los sábados, ¿verdad? Los domingos. Los domingos, ok. Entonces, que si pueden compartir que cuánta tarea les dejan, porque les dejan tarea como para una semana, ¿verdad? Sí. Y que cómo es la semana para ustedes, están estudiando el fin de semana. They study on Sundays. Ok. Eh, bueno, eh, a veces que se les complica hacer tareas porque a veces que los dejan así álbumes y hay que sacar impresiones y, o sea, hasta que venimos acá gracias a sacarla. Eh, los dejan mucha tarea a veces, pero esta semana no los dejaron porque terminamos semestre el domingo, entonces no los dejaron, pero ya el domingo comenzamos otro semestre y ya los empiezan a dejar mucha tarea. Eh, cuando es que hay que hacer exámenes, hay que estudiar mucho para sacar buenas notas. This week they didn't have any homework because they just finished the semester and usually they get a lot of homework and sometimes it's hard for them because in the village they don't have somewhere to print images and sometimes they cannot draw uh, so they have to come here to Gracias to print some pictures and to do their homework and that's a very difficult part for them but they have a lot of homework for the week Nosotras compramos los textos para de ahí, sac para de ahí sacar la información para hacer las tareas porque todos los semestres tenemos que comprar textos para hacer las tareas They have to, uh, to buy some books for, for the classes and they will have to read the books so they can uh, finish their homework and every semester they have to buy new books for the new classes pero igual nos gusta mucho el estudio porque hay temas que son bien bonitos, lo tienen de emoción para seguir estudiando. Even when they have a lot of homework, they really like studying because there are some topics that are very interesting for them and they get really excited about them. That's awesome. Um, well, I appreciate them sharing. So since they live in a community where there is no high school, um, it's kind of neat because the country has come up with a solution, which is a school that is on Sunday so that they can just still participate in high school, but they maybe don't have the means to come in every single day. So um, it was awesome. I appreciate them sharing a little bit about that. And we are extremely proud of them. We will let them know we're extremely proud of them. <laughs> Eh, dice que ella está alegre que nuestro país tenga un programa para que ustedes puedan estudiar el fin de semana y que ellos están muy orgullosos de ustedes por seguir en el, en el colegio a pesar de que es bastante difícil. As our program continues to age and develop, uh, we're going to be in a situation where two to three years from now, we're going to have 25 to 30 high school students. We already have about 20 middle school students that we are busing into town for the same purpose. Uh, once on the weekend and then they get their homework through the week and then they're able to go back out to the village and, and do their homework during the week and just report on the weekend. Um, and so it's an exciting thing. Uh, it's a very good thing. When we, when we originally started about five years ago, there were a lot of the kids that were stopping school second or third grade. A lot of them would get to the point where they could read and then their parents would, you know, pull them out. And there was nobody really uh, in a couple of these communities going to middle school because there wasn't a middle school to get to in some of the communities we work in. And then there was zero, there is no high school. 
So there was nothing beyond middle school out there. It still is nothing beyond middle school out in Kayla Costco where we're at uh, doing our work there. But I'm, I just think it's awesome watching these young people that do have a passion to try to go on, do what it takes to get their education. And um, we're going to continue to do our part to help them with that. So, okay, I have a final question. A lot of talk about school, right? And we talked with um, our team members here from North Carolina about the impact on their faith. I, my last question for these two girls is a question about um, their faith. And so they're not prepared for this question. This might be a dud of a question, but we are live and there's no turning back. And so um, I'm, I'm curious for these girls. Um, they were part of the church when we showed up five years ago. And they have watched the church grow. It's almost doubled in size since we started the program there five years ago. Y ustedes han visto cómo la iglesia ha crecido, que prácticamente el doble, porque incluso la, la gente y la iglesia, porque ahora ya es un edificio súper grande. The, the church has been through some hard times. They lost their pastor about a year ago. Eh, dice que la iglesia ha estado por momentos difíciles porque el año pasado perdieron al pastor. But here's my question for them. Pero les quiero hacer una pregunta. Has our presence just being in your community has our ministry in any way impacted you personally like your faith have we helped you uh, in your faith at all and if so why él quiere saber que si a pesar de todo lo que ha pasado en la iglesia que si la presencia de ellos y el ministerio de ellos ha impactado en su vida personalmente Y que si es así, ¿cómo lo ha hecho? En su fe, la fe que tienen ustedes en Dios. Que si ha impactado y que ¿cómo lo ha hecho? Bueno, sí, sí se ha impactado bastante, o sea, la fe en nosotros. Porque, bueno, a pesar de que, como dice el pastor, que perdimos al pastor de nuestra iglesia, eh, nosotros nunca hemos perdido la fe. A veces que vienen situaciones y... O sea, los arrodillamos o vamos a la iglesia y la fe nunca se los desvan. Well, even though they lost their pastor last year, uh, you have helped because they are always in faith. They have never lost their faith and when they have difficult times, they will bend down and start praying. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, a pesar de todo, Dios ha hecho grandes milagros en nuestra vida. And even with all the things, the bad things, uh, God has made miracles in their life. Aunque el pastor que teníamos lo perdimos, encontramos otro y él está él está pastoreando la iglesia y a pesar de eso ellos nunca nos abandonaron, siempre han estado ahí pendientes de nosotros y eso nos motiva a seguir adelante y a no perder la fe en Dios. Even when they lost their pastor last year, they got a new pastor, and with that happening, you didn't go away. Like, you kept going and kept with helping them, so that made them feel really good and not losing their faith. They, it made their faith stronger.
All right, the last person we're going to interview, I didn't tell that we were interviewing, and that's going to be our translator, so she can have her mic back. <laughs> so, uh, this is Abby Chacon. Uh, Abby has been uh, translating for us since the very first trip we ever came. We've, she's one of our longest connected uh, people here in Gracias. In fact, uh, when we started, when we started and met you, I think you were still in high school then, I think. I was. I was in my last year. Yeah, so she's a senior in high school. And then during the summers, every when she could, she'd translate for us. And so you have personally, um, you grew up here. This is your hometown. Um, you know that the, um, you know, even the, a lot of the conditions here in um, Gracias even are difficult for a lot of people but out in the mountains of Kalakaska it's for a lot of them it's even more difficult one of the more poor areas in the region you've born and raised here you understand the culture um, so I'm interested from your perspective you've watched our ministry for five years does it even matter that we're here? And if so, why? <laughs> yeah, um, well, the first five years of my life, I, I lived in, <laughs> I lived in the one of the villages that you're now sponsoring. And it was hard. I I was born here in Gracias but I lived in Guanteque. And I told Pastor Andrea that since the first time I got to translate with you, I started praying, right? That you could help my village because I knew how hard it was for them to to get all these things like to go to school and even a pencil it's sometimes really hard to get it so I know for sure it is a big blessing for everyone you know, for me, for for the people in Gracias, because we are proud of we are proud of our people. I'm proud of all the Kalakaski kids that are going to high school, and uh, I'm so happy because you are helping my family since you got here, because you start helping me, and every time I I need something you you're always there and I am so thankful with you with for that so yeah it, it meant a lot for us <laughs> well we are very very thankful for you and our relationship with you and your community and 
God's just good. He's opened this door up for us to minister, and we love you guys just as much as you love us. <laughs> so it's been awesome. Well, these are happy tears. Yeah. They really are. We're having a great time. Um, one of the things that she had been mentioned earlier um, by our North Carolina team members was the relationships that are built, and I think you could probably see that there that, uh, you know, we we really do get to know these people. They're like family. They are, just like family. They're and hanging on our walls. They are hanging. <laughs> yeah, we got we got pictures of these people on our walls at home, and when you go into their homes, they've got pictures of us. Mm -hmm. It's a very uh, sincere, real, meaningful relationships that develop. And uh, yeah, we love love you, love uh, the people here in Honduras. So these are happy tears, um, guys. <laughs> Thank you to our young people for being part of our show and letting our listeners know how our ministry has impacted all of you. And hopefully our listeners learned something and found something interesting through this special edition Joplin and Andrea podcast from Honduras. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. And we'll be Happy back on. Friday. Happy Friday. And we'll be back on the last Friday of next month. <laughs>